Hi, I'm Detective Sergeant Ben Bolton, and I'm here to speak to Uber Driver Partners today on behalf of the Victoria Police. Today we have a special podcast with Ben Bolton from Victoria Police. Ben, thank you so much for joining us today. Would you mind introducing yourself to the listeners and sharing a little bit about what you do? Yeah, sure, Divi. You know, hello to all the Uber driver partners out there listening in. Uh, I work in the Victoria Police Sexual Offence and Child Abuse Investigation Teams. It's also known as the Socket. Uh, we specialise in investigating sexual offences against adults and children and other ch- child abuse investigations. Thanks a lot for taking the time to talk to us today, Ben. So why do you want to talk to Uber driver partners and what would you like them to know? Yeah, Divi, look, I wanted to come on this podcast for three main reasons. Yeah, so firstly, as an Uber driver partner, um, you know, I think they have an important role to play and a duty of care, um, you know, in ensuring people come home safely. You know, it's something I think they should be really uh, feel proud of that they do uh, regularly. Um, You know, in a majority of cases, Uber driver partners, you know, they do a very good job at this. I'm a father of young adults myself, um, you know, and I know that um, they've taken trips on a Friday night or on the weekends and, you know, many occasions after a night out when they're probably a little bit vulnerable, um, you know, I'm thankful that they always get home safely in those rides. You know, secondly, you know, everybody has a responsibility to prevent sexual offences occurring, you know, and that includes Uber driver partners. You know, it's as simple as if you see something and you feel safe to do so, say something. You know, this might be something as simple as asking if someone is okay. You know, for example, if you see a person passed out in your vehicle, they may require medical assistance. You know, find out from the person what, you know, they may need or where they want to go. You know, trust your instincts and try to help them if it's safe for you to do so. You know, and if really necessary, you know, call triple zero on their behalf to help them. You know, thirdly, and probably one of the main things is, you know, I'd like to raise awareness that pressuring or forcing someone else into unwanted sexual activity or committing a sexual offence is a serious crime. Thanks for that, Ben. For many drivers on the Uber platform, the busiest hours are nighttime hours on Friday night or the weekend. And as you said, that's a time when Uber driver partners can help people get home safely and hopefully even reduce cases of drink driving. But it also means that driver partners might see people who are intoxicated or vulnerable. Is this something you've seen in your role and what should driver partners do or look out for? Yeah, Divi, I think this is something that, um, you know, police see in their role all the time. And we want to encourage bystander intervention. You know, what I would say to driver partners is what I said before. If you see something, say something. You know, as a driver... You know, you have a role to play in stopping harassing behaviour if you witness it. You know, even a small act or even a comment, such as asking someone if they are okay, can call out sexually harassing behaviour and stop it in its tracks. You know, we know that perpetrators are opportunistic and they take advantage of vulnerable victims, you know, including those who may be intoxicated by alcohol or drugs. You know, it's important to know that being intoxicated, it's never an indication of consent. And people must understand that you can never assume another person is consenting to sexual activity. I think our advice for drivers is to respond if they witness this behaviour, whether it's a rider assaulting another rider or someone who perhaps gets into the vehicle and says they've just been assaulted. You know, 
ask if the victim would like to stay in the car, ask if they would be like to be taken to a hospital, you know, consider asking the victim if there is anyone that they could call on their behalf to meet them or drop them at home or somewhere safe for them. You know, the driver can also notify the police on their behalf if they want to. You know, if you've dropped the passengers off and you don't have a good gut instinct about something, you can also let the police know by going to a police station and making a report. You know, or in an emergency, please call triple zero. Do you think that there's more willingness in the community to report crimes than there has been in the past? And and if so, why do you think that is? Yeah, Divi, I think there is. Um, I think we've seen more and more people are coming forward to report, um, you know, these offences to Victoria Police. It's also important to note that reporting behaviours differs between people depending on the circumstances. You know, women who experience sexual offences by a known perpetrator are more likely to delay seeking assistance compared to those who experience sexual offences committed by a stranger. You know, we've come a long way, um, you know, since I started in the police force and in recent years regarding our responses to sexual crime. You know, raising community awareness and challenging attitudes, providing safety to victims and referring them to support services so they can get the assistance they need has, you know, really improved um, the way we deal with our victims. You know, we're also absolutely committed to holding perpetrators accountable for their actions. You know, it's important to know... You know, there is no right or wrong response to being sexually assaulted. Everybody will react differently, sometimes in the opposite way that we expect that they might do. You know, it's never too late to report a sexual assault. You know, delays in reporting are common and police encourage victims to report an incident regardless of when or where it's occurred. You know, Victoria Police has approximately 450 dedicated investigators attached to uh, sockets, you know, sexual offences and child abuse investigation teams, you know, and those investigators are trained to investigate the complex crimes of sexual offending, you know, and child abuse also, and provide support to victims throughout that process. You know, if victims feel more comfortable, you know, they can also contact support services that we can provide and, and that, and, you know, places such as the Centre Against Sexual Assault, HASA for short, you know, and that contact number can be found online. Um, you know, plus, it's also important to know if you're a victim of a crime while driving with the Uber app, it's important for you to know police are here to help and we encourage you to report it. We can work with Uber to get data to assist with our investigations. Thanks, Ben. And finally, we wanted to ask, what are some of the laws that perhaps people aren't as aware of as you as the police would like them to be? Yeah, look, I think firstly... There are a number of things a driver partner should avoid doing as it may make your customer feel uncomfortable uh, but may not necessarily result in police intervention. Now, these would be things such as inappropriate conversation, you know, which would be asking someone about their relationship status. What are they doing later that night? You know, uh, asking about their personal details, including phone number or social media accounts, or returning to the address the person was dropped off at. Now, while some sexual harassing behaviour may not result in police intervention, it doesn't make it okay. You know, sexually harassing behaviour that makes anyone feel uncomfortable, frightened or threatened is unacceptable. You know, examples, I guess, of this behaviour could include unwelcome staring, suggestive comments or jokes, 
intrusive questions about a person's private life or body, asking a person to engage in sexual activity for money or for favour. Any physical uninvited contact is not appropriate at all. You know, even if it is touching someone's knee, something like that makes it well and truly inappropriate. You know, of course, pressuring or forcing someone else into unwanted sexual activity or committing a sexual assault is a serious crime. You know, if anyone engages in this type of offending, you know, you will be caught and held accountable for your actions. Right. Thanks so much for all of that information, Ben. Um, do you have any final messages at all for the Uber driver partners listening in? Yeah, I guess the uh, last messages I guess I'll leave those driver partners with, Divi, is um, you know, it's important to note that statistically women are far more likely to experience sexual violence from a family member or someone that they know in their own home than a stranger or someone they've just met. Right. You know, however, police see this offending occurring in various areas, including entertainment venues, out the pub or the hotel, you know, businesses within the workplace um, and public areas as well. And, you know, and this including public transport such as trains, buses, taxis you know, and rideshare vehicles. That's why we all need to work together, call out that sexually intimidating or harassing behaviour and work together to put an end to sexual assault in our society overall. Thank you so much, Ben, for your time today. Yeah, no, look, thanks, Divi. Thanks for taking the time to um, talk with me today. Hopefully there's some information that's really uh, valuable to your driver partners. 